All right, here we go. Another episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well. Staying safe, staying healthy out there. Another week of college football goes by. Really thought there might be some some serious chances of some contenders going down. Um, but again, that wasn't the case this week. Um, Georgia uh, holds up against Ole Miss. Really thought that uh, Ole Miss might be able to go challenge them. They don't. Thought maybe Penn State might have a chance to challenge Michigan. They really don't. Um, Utah kind of um, pressed up against Washington, but Washington, um, you know, finished them out there in the second half. So, uh, you know, I guess other than that, no real big surprises there. Uh, just really thought teams that um, looked pretty decent against some good competition really didn't didn't do as well. Really, really thought Ole Miss might go in there. Um, you know, they seem to play hard against Alabama, but just really couldn't get the job done there against uh, Georgia. Uh, Alabama then ends up clinching the West, so they'll end up playing Georgia in the SEC championship. So uh, really some playoff potential there, uh, especially if um, if you know Alabama wins out, beats Auburn last game. And then can can beat Georgia in the SEC. There there could be some playoff potential there for them. Uh, still a lot to go with Ohio State and Michigan yet to play. Uh, you know, then you've got another uh, big or you got the Big Twelve Championship coming up too. Probably looking at a rematch of Oklahoma and Texas. And but there's still quite a few uh, that are still undefeated. So the path for Alabama to make it into the uh, uh, Playoffs is, is is difficult, but daunting, but not uh, completely out of the question. So we'll see how the next few weeks shake out for those top teams going into the, fast, the final weeks and then also into the playoffs. But I think the biggest news coming out of the weekend is obviously the firing of Jimbo Fisher there at Texas A&M. And that discussion there, um, for me, I guess it's just the – it brings to home it brings home again the idea of the amount of money that is being thrown around in college football, and that you can be a failure at something like that, or considered to be a failure to get fired. Okay, so success or not, but you get fired um, and walk away a very wealthy person. I mean, he's standing to gain a payout of a seventy-seven million dollars, so he's been paid forty-four so far. Uh, and and will stand to get paid seventy seven on the buyout, and to have a record that was um, not any better, I don't believe, or maybe even worse than Kevin Sumlin, uh, who was probably making a far cry less money, amount of money, was also fired for not doing a, a good job. And the money situation in these college games is our teams is not nothing new. Um, you can go back to the Pony Express days and and what was going on even at that time. And probably before, where our players were being paid on the table um, by boosters and supporters of the program, and and so um, you know, it's nothing new. But it, you know, the as far as money being available, right? Um, you know, and then it spread into the coaching and everything else. And so it's just, I guess, maybe it's just my age, but it's just one of these things that are amazing to think about when. You know, you see somebody who gets uh, fired for not doing well and, and coming out, you know, smelling like a rose. I mean, 
I think that's the that should be the new the new thing that if you know for my if I you know if I had sons, but definitely for my grandsons to say, hey, look, get into coaching. I mean, good grief, yeah. So you know, you got to go through the rigmarole of it. You've got to go through all the hoops and you know the grad thing and sleeping on couches probably and eating I don't know fast food burgers or something. I, I don't know. Uh, but going through that struggle for all those years, but if you can get to that point where you're a head coach and and you have a situation like that where you're making all these millions of dollars and get and get fired and get paid out, I mean, do you know it would be so easy it would be so easy just to you know retire and just be done with this at seventy seven million and the bad part about it is he can go get a job somewhere else right now and and still take keep that seventy seven and still make whatever and still be the same coach that he is right now. And it's it's just amazing, and it but it is difficult. But the money that's flowing in and out of these programs right now is just astronomical. And I and I question sometimes, you know, for what? For what? For the hope that someday you're going to do what? And I look at other programs that aren't as successful and don't pump quite as much money, but still pump in quite a bit of money and wonder, what is it for? To be a four and, and six team after you know week 10? To be a five and five team at, at week 10? Is the millions of dollars that you put, put into that facility... worth it that you know 20 million 30 million 40 million dollar 100 million dollar project whatever it is worth it for your team to go four and four or i'm sorry five and five or four and six or whatever it is you know after 10 weeks and again i've talked about this before where people you know are just thinking about these programs that put out a, you know, a crappy product on the field, a subpar product, and they want more money from you. I mean, buying tickets right now, you got to pay all the convenience fees and all the service fees and all the other shit. And then, you know, a $35 ticket becomes a $75 ticket because of all the crap that's tacked onto it. For what? To go out there and watch your team get blown out? How can one not question? How can one not question their life decisions? You know, to spend all that money and then pay for for food and drinks and and parking and everything else, and then pay for season tickets and then pay for, or, or then have to add a donation on top of it for your team to be five and five to not even make it to some low brow, low ball. Bowl game? It 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 just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't compute. What what is the what is the reality of that? And you say, well, we gotta compete, we gotta compete with these other programs. But you got programs that don't have quite as nice of facilities as other programs, and yet they're Seven and five, eight and four right now. 
10 and 2. Doesn't make any sense. But the money keeps flowing and the money keeps flowing in and so it keeps flowing out for that hope that next year your team will be 8 and 4, right? Or whatever that is now. Uh, 9 and 3, or 9 and, nine and 2, whatever that number is. Can't do that math. 9 and 3, 10 and 2. I don't know. I mean, you know, paying that kind of money for a coach and you don't win a national title, you don't win an SEC title, you don't win the division title, SEC West title. But yet, you're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. And all the not, and not counting all the millions of dollars that's pumped into the program, and now you got NIL on top of it. How does that make sense? And I, I don't get me wrong; I love college football, man. It's great. It's 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 phenomenal. It's fun. But to watch these teams go out and and underperform, and then they hang their hat on one win a year or every five years that, you know, the uh, the one chance that you get and you beat Alabama, and you hang your hat on that. Or whoever that, you know, your main rival is that kicks your ass every year. Year in and year out, but that once out of the every five years you you finally beat them, or ten years, or twenty years you beat them. Doesn't make any sense. And yet people want to continually, continually pump money into these programs because it's sad to say, but it's their religion, I guess. It's what everything revolves around and, and to me there's there is far more way uh far more things to life than a 14 15 whatever it is 16 week football program a week you know league for college but i guess it's 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 a flex for some people, I guess. It's it's a flex for them, you know. It's status. It's a status symbol for them to say they've got season tickets and fancy reserve parking for six games a year. They're gonna out, you know, they're gonna put out ten thousand dollars. Plus a five thousand dollar donation for that parking spot six times a year. And you say, well, then some people might say, well, you're jealous. Then maybe you're just envious that you can't afford to do that. I don't don't think so. Would I do it if I had the money? I can't answer that question. To be honest. Maybe I would. 
Yeah, I wouldn't, but maybe I'd also come to the point where I would say, hey, can those dollars be used somewhere else? And I know that some people will say, well, then the football program funds other programs. But then again, then is there any need to have other programs? Is it, is it necessary? So why not just have it just be intramural? Or, you know, or clubs or whatever, instead of making it part of these programs, part of the university. And I know, like, they're going to say, well, that's just the feeders for the pro sports, for sure. But there's other ways around that also. And yes, programs, yes, just like anything else, I guess, like that is going to employ people. You're going to be able to put people to work, right? Because you've got to have staff that run all these programs year-round. Okay. But again, there's other ways to generate positions for people. I don't know. This one just hit me different. This one hits different, I guess. When you look at a buyout, and like I said, it's not the first time. I mean, you go back to the Notre Dame days, and, and the coaches are are um, slipping my mind. Um, but you know, going back to the Notre Dame days, and those guys getting paid out of those things, and it was it was huge at that time. So it's nothing new, but I guess, like I said, this one just hits different this time. It's a different feeling when you try to compute $77 million. And they're, they're, there's no doubt about it. They're, they'll have the people there. The people have the money there. The boosters, it's easy for them. They can raise the money for that. That little money runs deep. But I guess it comes down to, I guess, priorities and thinking about Beyond just the entertainment value of the programs and looking at ways to, I don't know, enricher and better people's lives, better people's lives, made up a word there. But it is also true then through capitalism to do whatever it is with the money as you, as you wish, Right. To be able to spend it however you want and prioritize it however they want the the people want to, I guess, with their money and how they spend it. But again, it goes back to the idea that yeah, be a college coach, then be a coach or, or any type of coach, I guess. Even the pros see that. Big buyouts when you know a coach gets fired. You know, have a 
an eight and four team by in most program standards that's going to be pretty acceptable right to be eight and four you're going to go to a decent bowl game you're probably going to be toward the top of your conference but as long as you don't have the expectation as long as the, the, they don't have the expectations of of playoffs or championships at least right now and I, granted it might change a little bit with the expansion but you know to have a, a real challenge for the championship the national championship it's you know then that's okay but that's where the issue and the problem comes into and, and being 10 and 2 is not acceptable if you're not winning your division or whatever and then making it or the conference and then making it to the conference championship or the playoffs And that's where I think there's expectations, false expectations are being set. Unreasonable. I mean, it's just that off chance that they catch the lightning in, in the bottle and they have that one year that they make that great run. And maybe that's what they're trying to get into. But there's only be a certain amount of people. So many coaches are going to be able to do that. And some of them are not going to be attainable. Kirby Smart, not going to be attainable right now. Nick Saban, definitely not attainable. 100% not attainable. You watch, he, he leaves and goes to A&M because they offer him a boatload of money. No, there's no way. They probably wouldn't even talk to him right now this time. But, you know, Harbaugh, not, probably not attainable for college right now. Not going to go anywhere. So that, you know, that doesn't leave you any, you know, very many chances. So I guess there's that off hope of trying to catch, again, like I said, lightning a bottle and just have a chance to win that one year. Get lucky. Go on a run. And evidently that's worth over $100 million to some people to try to make happen. So we shall see. Well, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying healthy, staying safe out there. Hope you have a great day, great week. And until next time.